Baby, it's cold outside. So, supersize your business. Sharon Hornostrom here with you doing idioms about cold weather, winter. And we had a definite cold snap yesterday, which we might talk about tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see uh, as far as idioms go. But super duper windy, tornadoes through the Midwest, uh, hundreds of miles worth of damage, according to my daughter today. Her husband is working storm. He's a lineman, so he's out working storm today. So she was researching storm in the area since the wee hours of the morning when he went to work. Now, Baby It's Cold Outside, composed in 1944 by Frank Lozier for himself and his wife. Uh, ben was, I believe, Lynn Garland. And they, back in the 1940s, it was 1944, back in the 1940s, often Hollywood types would, and composers and songwriters would compose and sing songs for their guests as they left parties. This one was designed for their New York housewarming party. As the guests were leaving, Frank and Lynn sang this song to them. Now this was over 75 years ago, right? When this was composed. This actually song just became part of the public domain. And <coughs> it was just for their guests and for their, their own entertainment, for his own entertainment and as well as his guests. We have to remember, this was a different time and in a different era. Yet, a few years ago, I, I actually just saw this in the movie Love Hard a few days ago, this version of the Baby It's Cold Outside song. And it has been reimagined <clears throat> by a gentleman named John Legend. And I think he and Kelly Clarkson sang it. I'm not sure exactly when, but it was all part of the Me Too initiative or the Me Too, hashtag Me Too thing from a couple, I guess that's a couple years ago now too. With COVID, it kind of stretches out when everything happened. But probably about the time this song became part of the public domain, all of a sudden, John Legend rewrote it, reimagined it, re-decided re the intent and the meaning of it, and people tried to get it banned from radio stations, which I think is, I'm trying not to go off on this, but I think it's such a crock. Uh, we judge things and change other people's intentions based on our experiences, our values, our goals, our way of looking at society now, forgetting that the past is the past and history is history and we need to learn from history, not try to rewrite it in the way we want to see it. There's so much of that going on right now, especially in America, it's mind boggling. We're going to rewrite the way things happened to make us feel better or to make other people feel worse totally ridiculous. I say don't judge, don't assume. Remember to take into account the time that something was created. <coughs> Excuse me. At the time this song was written, and I talked to my mom about it and my grandma before she passed away because uh, she was still alive when this controversy over it being a date rape song came up, which is absolutely ridiculous. Back in the 1940s, people weren't behaving the way they're behaving now. Were there sexual predators? I would imagine there were. Was this song about that or date rape? No, there was no date rape back in the 1940s or not in a, a, the Hollywood way that people would sing about it. it. It's just a ridiculous interpretation of the song. And it it's what's going on all over America right now. We're taking things out of context and using them for our own, Not no, we aren't all, but Politicians are taking things out of content. The news media is taking things out of content and they're rewriting and making things up and making up stories to increase fear, to increase doubt, to increase worry, to increase uncertainty and anxiety among people. This whole COVID pandemic has been 
a really ludicrous example of that misinformation manipulation trying to get people to do things that maybe isn't even in their best interest and my uncle just died of covid he's 94 years old in a nursing home and we're going to his uh, celebration of life on sunday but all of it has just gotten so convoluted so in this time that i remind you and myself every single day to think for yourself think for ourselves do what's right for us and our businesses don't jump on every bandwagon that comes down in the news media Number one, because it makes you look like an idiot. It looks like you don't think for yourself. Uh, I cannot even tell you, and I won't tell you all the brands that I have stopped doing business with and the big businesses that I was loyal to for decades that I have stopped doing business with because they've jumped on certain bandwagons, critical race theory, uh, other, other bandwagons that I just absolutely positively will no longer do business with them because they're showing me who they really are, what they really stand for. And if you are changing your mind with everything that happens in the media and standing up for things, anything that happens in the media, that tells me that you don't really have your own compass, your own goals, your own direction, your own vision of where you're taking your organization. So I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to do business with you with respect to that. So think for yourself. Don't jump on every bandwagon that comes down the pipe because it makes you look uh well, to me, maybe not to other people, maybe you think that, and maybe to your customers, it is appealing to them. Maybe your customers are, and your clients are people that have a certain cause or a certain uh, belief system, but make sure you're leading them down a road that's in their best interests, not just in your best interest, because that's a short-term focus. Make sure that you're doing what's consistent and right with what your goals and objectives are for your business and what you really truly believe don't just jump on things because you think it's the, the, the corporate or the, the right thing to do. You think because the majority of society is thinking a certain way. Politics, religion, I stay out of them when it comes to my business. Because what people's politics or religion are has nothing to do with how I can help them to grow and create and supersize their business. All right, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> Have a great day. Let me know in the comments below what you think of this song and don't look at it through the filter of, of today's standards, the internet and all the craziness that's around now. Think about it at the time it was created. Think about people's behavior at the time they performed a certain behavior. Um, I wouldn't want to be judged for stuff I did in college. Thank goodness there weren't cell phones around and there weren't everybody recording everybody else in the internet back then. And I'm sure everybody my age and beyond feels the exact same way. Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky I was a kid in the 60s, 70s, and you know, and in my 20s and the 80s because I wouldn't want a recording of all the things that I did, all the mistakes that I made. It's bad enough remembering them. I wouldn't want actual records of them being able to come back and haunt me for things I just did because I was immature and I didn't know better or things that were perfectly acceptable at the time in society that are now deemed absolutely positively unacceptable and wrong by people who are judging that really have no business judging. Anyway, enough of that. Have an awesome day. I will be with you tomorrow with another more cheery December type cold weather idiom. Have a great day. Again, I still think this was a great song at the time. I uh, don't like, and, and I, I laughed at the John Legend version when I heard it. I think it's the same one that was in this movie. 
that I recently saw. And that was actually the first time I heard it. And it wasn't until I started researching the song that I found out it was a whole Me Too date rape thing. And that's why people didn't like it and were trying to get it off the radio. I mean, come on, people. Grow up. Stop bullying one another and treat one another like you want to be treated. All right. Have an awesome day. I'll be with you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>